Wagwan fam, it's Shaman's Denzel and your boy Chet. We're here today for another episode of Real Nerd Hours, a podcast ostensibly about nerd stuff, but only ostensibly. Just, just tangentially. Yes, Ten- um, tangentially. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the accent. You can eat my dick if you don't like it. Uh, it's spotted dick. <laughs> that is a uh, popular dessert out in the British Isles. Mm, yes, mm, is quite. it? Is it a dessert? I believe so. Yeah, it's oh. like a pudding kind of thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Like a bread pudding. I thought it was just like a hunk of meat. Just. It's just vaguely sausage shaped. (laughs) (laughs) I always assumed that's what it was. I don't know. I I could be 100% wrong on this, but. Somebody write in, let us know. Someone just flame us in the comments. (laughs) Now for some good housekeeping. Not the magazine. Not the magazine. You can follow the show on Twitter, XRealNerdHours. You can join us on the subreddit at realnerdhours.reddit.com. You can subscribe to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash realnerdhours. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. And if you really want to, you can shoot us an email at askrnh at gmail.com. Or you can give us a call at 413-SAVAGE-1. Savage. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. So next week we're going to be doing the Cringe Cup. Ah, yes. AKA the Ock Awards. Ock, yeah, Ock Awards. I, also, I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. I, I forget who said that, but. I feel like we'd need categories for that. Yeah, that can be a separate thing. Yeah, we, we might have to round out the year with the Ock Awards. There you go. We can do the Cringe Cup in the summer and then the Ock Awards in the winter. Yeah, that works for me. All right. All right, chat. We're going to forget chat. about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody remind us in six months. All right, so just to round out some of the the things that we got, because not everybody here is on our subreddit, realnerdhours.reddit.com. Some of the entries we have this year are thirsty nerds, people who want to buy cosplayers used garments, (laughs) Star Wars evangelists, specifically Star Wars, nobody else, comic book company stands you know those people like i only fuck with marvel i only fuck with dc so on and so forth black horse for life or dark horse dark horse (laughs) (laughs) i only fuck with image comics dog slash thick writers that's the sex fan fiction yeah slash artists i assume they're called slash artists because slash thick is sex so right yeah but they draw porn of real people yeah those those guys yeah that's that's bad the people who hang out on twitter and constantly correct you for things even though it's a hot take the hashtag actually people yeah yeah youtube pundits such as collider schmoes no screen junkies those guys yeah washed celebrities charging for pictures at small conventions Yo, those are my favorite because sometimes they ain't got no line or anything. Exactly. <laughs> I saw Zach from Power Rangers, the original series, yeah. at Anime Los Angeles. I think I explained this. I don't recall. Okay. I saw him there and he was charging $20 for a photo. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I, I ran into him at Comic-Con some years ago. Him and Jason... I forgot the actor's name, but yeah, so it was the Red Ranger and the Black Ranger from the first series. I ran into the two of them, got a picture with them. This was like 07, something like that, and it was totally free. They were cool guys. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 
Well, I guess uh, <laughs> little little nostalgia fame got to their heads. Yeah, right. That's also on the list. Nostalgia nerds. Hey. And then, of course, you have the armchair developers, writers, and casting agents. If this was my game, there would be even more sexy women. <laughs> Their boobs would move like water balloons instead of drapes. <laughs> we have furries. Yeah, there you go. Lowly fanatics. For those of you who aren't aware, lowly is a category of hentai that features quote unquote women who look like small children sometimes they just straight up are smart small children that's disgusting yo there's a lot of that shit in japan that's disgusting it was weird as fuck but anyway continue do they have like cardboard cutouts like standees no because it's like i mean you don't you'll find hentai and porn in like any video shop like Mm -hmm. all of them all of them (laughs) but it's always in its own section and like those sections just are less advertised there'll be like all kinds of fan service stuff but it's you know like the the rated r16 as it were so it's like everything but a nipple that kind of stuff will fly just anywhere but when it comes to like actual hentai actual porn they don't really advertise it very much they don't have like wall scrolls posters standees anything like that Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's a little less weird. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> a little less weird. People who are smug about their tastes, but it's really shit. It's, <laughs> it's those people who like, oh, I love Naruto. Oh, you you don't like Naruto? Oh my God, I can't believe you. What do you mean you haven't watched <laughs> the second season of Start Art Online? <laughs> you haven't lived. You, you aren't alive. You're subhuman. The I lost, but I wasn't even trying guy. Yo, shout out to my boy Drake. (laughs) (laughs) That's his tactic every for every game. It's yo, I don't even play this game. (laughs) (laughs) Anime lingo enthusiasts, aka Nihonglish. Buddy, you like that Nihonglish? <laughs> Nihonglish. Yeah. Oh, go sorry. <laughs> Yo, Nani the fuck? <laughs> sugoi, you know, people who say Sugoi Kawaii unironically. Oh, man. And use it to address other people in, in the world, although nobody else speaks Japanese, really, except for people who've learned Japanese. But the average person hasn't gone through the trouble of learning Japanese because they still watch subtitles titled anime <laughs> they don't watch the raws like real people would there you go god damn bandwagon fans i suppose is a better name than wave riders yeah yeah bandwagon fans i mean that's that's for everything too it doesn't matter what it is there's bandwagon is hard yeah yeah Ooh, people who cape for mismanaged universe expectations in a show so let's say that oh, that yeah. one's not super well explained um that's my bad it's basically when somebody's got a certain set of powers in a show and then later in a few episodes they have a new power that shows up out of nowhere or you you know stuff like that yeah yeah or somebody comes back from the dead and it's like well you haven't established the fact that people can come back from the dead in this show right but yeah people i mean for for an example, Dragon Ball Z does this a lot where it's like, 
okay, the Dragon Balls can only be used to revive someone once. And they're like, well, the Namekian <laughs> Dragon Balls grant three wishes and they can revive someone more than once and just all this kind of shit. And they just pulled some new stuff in Super and like, I get that they need to just spice it up a little yeah, bit. But they break their own rules a lot. Okay. That sucks. That sucks. I mean, it is what it is. You're not here for the writing. Yeah, touche, <laughs> touche. And the last one on the list is bitter dudes who can't get dates. Ooh, that's shit. That might be my vote. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to do this bracket format. If you have suggestions, feel free to drop them on us. We can just put them up on the subreddit or shoot them to us in an email, preferably an email rather than a tweet. Right. Because um, that'll, See, that'll be easier for me to keep track of. Tweets get lost. Yeah, they do. Not on the X Real Nerd Hours account, but I mean, people tend to tweet at us directly. Yeah. For good reason. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm super, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for it. With, with, oh, for the cringe crowd? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be sick. It should be good. Yeah. We're going to have to debate which one comes out on top. Which you got any you got any hot suggestions for the list? I mean, it's a pretty comprehensive list. You know, I'm surprised no one mentioned people who take their wife who's on dates like in public. Ooh, that's all right. I'm writing that down because <laughs> that that is some shit. Like, I'm into anime. I'm into you know. I'm I'm part of the hashtag culture, but there is a limit. Like, I'm not really into collecting figures or even putting stuff up on my walls too much but if you take that shit out in public yo that's another step that's next level shit that oof. that's next level shit right there <laughs> i don't i don't rock with that i don't rock with them as people that's no, just like, weird I, I i am judging you for doing this this is a conscious decision you made 100% like yo <laughs> 100% oh, dude, this was okay oh my god moving on the final 20 to 20 is coming out or came out on June 20th so Tuesday all right or today depending on who you are if you are me and Chet it's <laughs> today, today. <laughs> if you're if you're listening at home it was June 20th Tuesday yeah, the last one came out. I didn't do anything special, although I haven't recorded it yet as of recording this podcast. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just saying I didn't do anything special because I don't think I will. How much percentage wise, how much of the whole thing was you complaining about this weather? Because it has been kind of bipolar and now it's too damn hot. Well, you know, maybe one or two episodes. All right. Most of them. I, it was great weather. Yeah, I mean, until, like, this last week. Yeah, yeah. I was fucking melting in my room the other day. <sighs> Luckily, I've got these huge ice pads that I put on my back. Yeah. It's lit. I fuck yeah. with them. Fuck with me! Ah! <laughs> Chet and I, again, are releasing some bonus content towards the end of this month. We will have a video and an audio bonus episode going up. Apparently, Patreon introduced... The ability to live stream directly to your oh, patrons. Word? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I'm kind of. Yeah, that that's 
not surprising that they have that because that seems like something that would be really popular. Yeah, especially it would be really great if they introduced a feature to be able to just upload videos directly to the site yeah. for your patrons rather than having to give out some mysterious Codes. URL or whatever. Yeah. Something something that can be controlled to some degree. Yeah, because doing like a private YouTube URL, it's really not hard to just copy and paste that and send it out to your friends. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. You watch any anime, Playboy? Not nothing new. Nothing new. Nothing new. I'm I'm still sticking with Dragon Ball Super, Boku no Hero Academia, and uh, Jungle White's Mahale no Chigu, which, I as I remembered. That show's really funny, and then it starts taking itself too seriously, and it's we're just reaching that point in the anime, <laughs> and I'm like, mm, okay, oh that sucks. You see any movies? No. All right, perfect. To kind of fold everything together, I guess. I kind of, I guess this is kind of anime. I watched uh, Resident Evil Vendetta. Oh, is that the? Is that the animated one? No, no, okay. it's, it's the CG one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yep. Yeah, CG. It's crazy. It's, I would imagine so. So, for those of you listening at home, Resident Evil Vendetta, I don't know where in the Resident Evil timeline it takes place. It's based off of the game, so it's got Chris Redfield, Leon, Cassandra, I think her name is. I don't know who it is, but... It's got a bunch of people from the Resident Evil universe, mm-hmm. and the story is basically like some guy goes crazy and he wants to fuck up the world. It's basically Classic generic. start. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Chris Redfield and Leon at one point during this thing start doing gun kata. Oh, yes. <laughs> Have you seen that clip? No, <laughs> but it's, just bringing equilibrium into anything yeah. is great. <laughs> it teeters on being laughably bad and like kind of cool, just like equilibrium. Yeah, there are two scenes when they do it, and one is in a hallway full of zombies, and later it's Chris versus the main antagonist. All right. The funniest part about it to me, though, is the guns have bottomless clips. Oh, of course, yeah. They just every once in a while you see them reloading and I wish they wouldn't have done this if they would have never shown anybody reloading then it wouldn't have been a problem right but because they did have a pistol with 40 shots in it (laughs) and then you know they reload and if anybody's going to be at home caping for this like oh what if they just reloaded off screen then what's the point of showing them reload in any other scene right it's interesting to say the least. (laughs) <laughs> I really fucked with the fucking Gunkata portions, though. All right. It's it doesn't look as good as Gantz O did. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Gantz O? No. Dude, you got to fucking have seen watch that. From that though. It's it's gorgeous, isn't yeah. it? Oh, my God. If you at home haven't seen it, I think I've talked about it on the show before. It's some arc in the manga before the manga goes off the rails. And it's fucking sick. It's the just watch that one thing if anything from gantz you take in gantz O is what you should watch i like how i I just love animation i'm a big animation fan it's everything looks so good i mean the voices aren't synced up properly but it it doesn't matter it doesn't really matter if you speak japanese just just watch it in japanese but if you don't speak japanese just watch it in english because you're there to view things and i've said this before i know 
But that's the reason why I watch dubs. Because I'm there to watch what's going on on yeah. screen. God damn it. Fuck. Some dubs are good anyway. Yeah, some, some of them are garbage, but some of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you just gotta know which is which. Yeah. Which is hard to tell, but, you know, you, you, do, you do you. Yeah. Have you ever read The Promise to Neverland or Jagan? No. I don't. One of my old coworkers listens to the podcast and he asked that we talk about these things. Yeah, no. No. All right. Well, there you go, Juwan. That's. We haven't read it. I'll check it out, though. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it next week in our I'm, next anime portion. There you go. I've been. Is that manga? I think they're both manga. I don't know if they actually have shows out. Okay. I mean, if it's manga, I'll just read it. Yeah, yeah. I plow through manga like like it's nothing. Okay, cool. I expect <laughs> a full book report on both. All right, there you go. Hell yeah. Next week? Yeah. Hey, there we go. Hell yeah. Another thing that I watched, uh, Kincaid had recommended this to me via Twitter. It's called Raka, R-A-K-K-A. It's that sounds vaguely familiar. It's a Neil Blomkamp directed Sigourney Weaver starring short that's being sold on Steam, apparently. Huh. They're being released in volumes, but it's about an alien invasion, but the aliens destroy humanity. Damn. And, you know, Neil Blomkamp and Sigourney Weaver in something with aliens. (laughs) That's a stretch. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. It's it's well shot. It's well done. And I talked about this in a 20 to 20, but I really respect people who are willing to go out and make original content. Mm-hmm. Although it's easy for me to see that Neil Blomkamp's success is partially due in part because he's Neil Blomkamp. I got into a little argument with somebody a while back because there was a Star Wars fan film mm-hmm. and it had like 13 million views or some shit on, on YouTube. And I, my problem with that was those people are solely successful because it's Star Wars. Yeah. And it's shot well. It looks good. They could have told the same story, but using something that they had created and would have been less successful, but they would have had more respect from me. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? And from many people, I'm sure. Because, like... Anytime I see stuff that's like Street Fighter fan films or Star Wars fan films, I, I'm real ambivalent on it because like some of them are legitimately good and, you know, well acted, well shot, etc. But I just know deep down that this is just shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that it, you wouldn't be making this. You couldn't make this something original. You know, you, you'd had to just ride these coattails and like, I respect you for going out and doing it, but if you're going to go out and do it, why not make something that's your own and not just trying to leech on to all the success from Star Wars or Street Fighter or whatever. People could do their own thing. It's really weird to me. It's a really strange concept. This is, this is kind of doing part to kind of life philosophy to a certain degree, like my goal in life is to be successful enough to never have to work for somebody else ever again. Right. Period. Why why would you create something in somebody else's name basically? Yeah. Like you're you're basically charging on a battlefield 
with somebody else's flag period like you're just okay i'm willing to die for somebody else it's not i'm not saying the stakes are that high in this instance but essentially you're just attaching your name to somebody else and the, the the thing is when you do something like that you're you didn't earn that success no you you, I mean, in a, like, in a way, but just not not kind not of, all of it. Like you, you kind of earned that. It's hard to articulate this, but it's like you are successful, as I said earlier, because of the brand, right? right. Thirteen million views for what I watched was not good. It wasn't. It wasn't as good as people made it out to be. People loved sure. it in the comment section. And it's very, very positive reaction to it. But it wouldn't have been as well received in a vacuum by itself. Right. Because it wasn't very good, period. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. And I I think another thing that really irks me about things that if I'm a fan of something and someone makes fan content for it, it's their vision of it. It's not mine. You know, if I love Lord of the Rings because of you know all the deep lore with the elves and then someone comes and make a fan film and then they ruin that lore in my like my head canon of the elves as it were <laughs> <laughs> then like then i have to you know just accept that and there's nothing i can do about it and it's like but is that what tolkien would have wanted because we don't know he's he's, he's, he's dead. dead yeah <laughs> they yeah. make nothing else <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a really it's a really crazy weird situation and I just wanted to bounce that off of you because it's easy for me to talk all this cash shit on 20 to 20 when it's just yeah, me by yeah. myself. I'm really forced to confront some of the things that I believe when I'm talking to somebody else. Sure. And it doesn't seem like I'm being unreasonable no, at all. I mean, I think it's something akin to like marrying someone famous so that you also become famous yeah yeah it's like oh i'm a kardashian now everyone pay attention to me yeah so it's it's along those same lines so i totally understand especially as someone who's trying to create something original yeah exactly it's really weird it's yeah it's kind of strange you plebeians wouldn't understand Shit. But anyway, Raka Raka R-A-K-K-A is actually really good. You should check it out. I'll put the link in the description. This I'll put the link in the show notes. It'll <laughs> it'll Yeah, it's 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 quite good. The cool. effects aren't as great as you would expect. I mean, for obvious reasons. He's sure, doing it on his own and yeah. you know, he's just kinda living. Yeah. Doing his own thing. He's got his own studio now. That's cool. And they make their own original content. They posted a video today. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called um, something Bill something uh, the Damasu nine fifty with the Bill. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Hey, but it was, it was pretty funny. While we're on Neil Blomkamp, can I just talk about how disappointed I was in Chappie? Were you? What were you expecting exactly? Well, I didn't really know what the story was. I just knew that it had D'Antward and I kind of like hated it just based on that. But the concept of Chappie as a robot, as like as a robot that's learning, that's a really cool concept. And I mean, it's not the most original, but then, okay, so he gets kidnapped by the gangsters. But why was Gangster Man such an idiot? Was his name Ninja or something? Yeah. Yeah. So Ninja 
was just such an idiot. Like he could have actually raised him to be a cold blooded killer, to be competent. But the guy was so short sighted and just dumb. Like, aren't these dudes supposed to be actual gangsters? I don't know. I uh, like if they're successful gangsters, then that's one thing. But if they're unsuccessful, it'll explain why he's so stupid. Yeah, I mean, they were kind of just two bit thugs. But I'm like, you have two people telling him, yo, chill the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. It it just could have been better if they just removed that character. It could have been better. Maybe it could. You're out here armchair. I know. Yeah, I'm armchair directing. right Yeah, armchair directing. Yeah. I don't do it often, but man, (laughs) (laughs) when there's little things like that, that just it's a small detail that'll change the entire movie. And the small detail here is one of the characters isn't an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. So something that's come up recently and has been bouncing across the Internet is the comparisons of Marvel versus Capcom Infinite and Dragon Ball Fighter Z. And like we we've seen stuff about Marvel Infinite. The models look bad, but the gameplay looks cool, and then out of nowhere comes Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Arc System where it's like, yo, you want 3v3 gameplay? We got you. You want assist? We got you. You want good looking cell shaded models? Oh baby, we got you. <laughs> but and I posted this on Facebook. I didn't talk about I didn't talk about this on Twitter. But from what I've seen in the E3 builds is that Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite looks to be more my more my speed. Like I I'm a Marvel player. I Marvel 3 is the fighting game that I put the most time in. I'm pretty damn good at it. And I love Guilty Gear too, but Dragon Ball Fighter Z just doesn't seem to have the same level of depth as either of those two games. Now, I will also put a huge asterisk on that and say that it's only, they said it's only about 20% done. So, of course, there's going to be more characters, there's going to be more systems. But let, um, let me let me break this down for y'all. Okay, so in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, the things that we've seen thus far are 21 characters, or at least officially, 21 characters, the story mode demo, and if you've been trolling the internet, you've seen some versus gameplay uh, from E3 and from CEO this past weekend. And with those 21 characters, there are no assists, but there is the active tag function. So basically at any point, just about any point, as long as you're not getting hit, you can switch in your other character. This creates an opportunity for stupid combos where you'll be at a super jump, dual wall bounce, tag someone else in. Now they're on the ground. Now they start their ground chain, do another super jump. Oh, now you're doing a super? Okay, well, we're going to tag the, the first person back in and continue the combo. Stuff like that. That concept seems really cool to me. It could get really crazy very quickly, but it also seems like they toned down the damage a lot for Marvel 3. So it may actually take more effort to do 100% combos if they even exist. So we shall see with that, but it does look cool. The Infinity Stones are also an interesting layer of depth to this game where instead of having a projectile assist, you can have the Reality Stone that shoots a projectile. Instead of having... 
uh, like a character that's slow and needs a dash. Oh, you got the time stone. Now you've got an air dash and things like that. It, it allows for a lot more creativity. And there's some people online saying, oh, the, the, the gems should be randomized. Now, why would you do that? Why would you want to nullify someone's combos? Well, there's combos that are only going to work with the power stone. There's combos that are only going to work with the space stone. Just, just No, don't do that. That's stop. Just asking people to work harder. <laughs> but it does look cool. You know, if, if you're put off by the models, if it's unbearable, then don't play the game. Don't worry about it. But what I don't want to see is people shitting on the game before it even comes out, before they even play the game for real. That's the internet in a nutshell. Oh, though. I, I know. Especially I, Twitter. <laughs> oh, but and, and that also goes like, I know not probably not. No one noteworthy listens to this yet. But if you have a following on Twitter as a fighting game player, don't be out here spreading all this shit because your voice actually matters. If you say, oh, this game looks terrible and you have a million followers, that's a million people that might be seeing this like, oh, yeah, this game does look terrible. And that's a million sales that you may have just canceled. Yeah, it's weird. People with large platforms to get into a tangent off of what you were talking about. But people with large platforms who use it to do stupid shit in the year of our Lord 2017, (laughs) such as let's say you have a you have a large following on Twitter and you decide to up and talk shit to somebody. Yeah. Now, the overwhelming majority of your audience isn't going to say shit to anybody. But let's say you have 200,000 followers right and 0.5% of them decides to just go after this person that's still 1000 people right going at somebody yeah that's and what what people what people don't seem to understand is that like if you're talking shit about somebody there are a lot of people who have a herd mentality on the internet yeah. and will just go do something because either they think they're doing the right thing because they follow you and their ideas align with your ideas, which is the worst possible thing. And <laughs> wake up, sheeple. Wake up, sheeple. That's that's just part of the human nature in yeah. in a nutshell. I mean, people people identify themselves based on what they like rather than who they are. This is this is something that I struggle with when I have to talk to people because I don't identify myself as being black right being black isn't my identity right i am all these things combined in the body of a black man and being black just so happens to be a coincidence and let's say let's say i was um mormon or something right Mm -hmm. that's that wouldn't define me either but what happens a lot on the internet is oh i'm a star wars fan Oh, because I'm a Star Wars fan, I have to dislike Star Trek. And because I dislike Star Trek, that means I'm a better Star Wars fan for that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of that mentality and that bugs me. Yeah, it's the Internet sucks for that kind of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So if you're listening at home, don't cape for bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> don't i mean except I, for us except yeah keep us tell keep all us your friends hard. about our podcast <laughs> tell them to listen tell them to get on patreon yeah anyway dragon ball fighter z yes so moving on to dragon ball fighter z so i didn't get to see as much gameplay of it just because i don't know it wasn't as readily available on from the people that i was following on twitter who knows but 
it does look cool. It does seem to be paced like like a Guilty Gear, maybe a little bit slower, but it also could just be because this day one and you know we're unfamiliar with the game. It, it does look cool. You do have actual assists. There's an interesting mechanic that um, a lot of people didn't like in Marvel 3 was that the incoming mix-ups where if you say kill someone with zero, there's a pretty good chance that you're going to immediately just get hit again and hey, that character's dead. But what Dragon Ball Fighter Z does is it's this cinematic where they, they, they clash and it just starts as when one character dies, the next character comes in clean. And it's as if the round just started again, except the health bars are where they were. Oh, so it's like Skullgirls. Yes, yes. Actually, yeah, that's right. Skullgirls does do that as well. But yeah, it just resets them at a neutral position, which I'm cool with that. I, I'm ambivalent on incoming mix-ups. For Marvel 3, it's part of the game. If you don't like it, play another game. <laughs> ambivalent or indifferent? Well, I, nah, because I, I like them in Marvel 3, but I also totally understand why someone wouldn't like them. Ah, okay. So, okay. yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more mechanics come out of that and more characters. I'm also really, really hoping that all of the Saiyans aren't just in Super Saiyan form. Because that it, what we've seen out of the game is Goku, Gohan, Vegeta, Frieza, Cell, Majin Buu, Fat Buu at that. And the three Saiyans are always in their Saiyan form, except Goku does a Super Saiyan 3 power-up at some point. That's in one of his combos, I believe. I or think it's a super, super, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. I really don't want to see like half the cast just be blondes. It gets really confusing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's, that's one thing I'm really like, no, come on guys. Don't fuck this up. Another thing. Oh man, this will be the hill I die on. I am not playing with Japanese voices. Yeah. Fuck that. Mm. American voices all day, baby. All day. Don't, don't give me no girl Goku. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hill I die on. I'm not budging on this. <laughs> oh shit. You would think that they would localize it for both because it'll Dragon have, Ball is super popular oh, here. Yeah. It'll probably have the option to do both, but man, if I'm at a local tournament and someone goes to switch those voices over the Japanese, nah, man, we're playing rock, paper, scissors for this. I don't know. <laughs> no, fuck that. Tournament rules dictate we're in America, so American. Hell yeah. God damn. Oh, also, this was one of the comments, but I might as well bring it up since we're on the topic, but I do plan on streaming my journey of learning Marvel Infinite. That'll be in September, so... You know, keep an eye out for that. I'll be talking about that more as that comes to pass. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look forward to seeing that as well. Yeah. Oh, shit. Watch me in September, baby. Oh, shit. Your man's got a tech tip out here for you. More so kind of just a general awareness thing. Somebody sent me a message on Reddit asking, I don't know if he if it's all right if I share his name because he sent it to me directly rather than posting it as a comment somewhere. But basically, he or she, I don't I don't know that this gender neutral figure (laughs) sent me a message and it basically asked me they were getting ready to sell their computer 
and they wanted to know what would be best to use to wipe the hard drive. A magnet. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> if you want it to not function anymore. Yeah. Yes. So my advice was essentially don't sell it with the hard drive intact. Mm. What you'll want to do in more instances than none is just take out the hard drive and then sell it to them without the hard drive in it because they can just plug in a hard drive and then install software on it. It's pretty easy Mm. because the reason why I say that is because my sister works in forensics, essentially like data forensics, and you can pull information off of a hard drive even after you've wiped it. Mm -hmm. It's basically just rebuilding sectors. So, well, if the sectors are still intact, then you can just kind of go in there and pull data out. I'm not entirely super familiar with the process. She's explained it to me more than once. And (laughs) boy, oh boy, was I not paying attention. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I mean, there's, there's there's no telling what they'll be able to get off the hard drive. But the best way to make sure that they don't get anything is by not handing it over. That's a pretty surefire way, yeah. What we used to do at my old studio, not my old studio, but a studio that I used to work at was essentially anytime anybody would bring in a computer or whatever, and we had old platter discs on there, like old, maybe, maybe it was a 5k RPM drive rather than a uh, 7200, right? Mm -hmm. Or a 10k or whatever we would put in the computers. We would take out the 5k and we stacked them all in our storage room. And once every five or six months, we would call a company that comes in and shreds the hard drives. Damn. And that's the only way to really protect your information by not giving it out, by not by not handing it over. Now, if there's nothing super important on there, yeah, just fuck it, whatever. They can find out your name. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Format the disc, whatever. But for the most part, you'll want to just make sure that you're not you're not giving out any hard drives yeah with 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 sensitive data on there i mean probably 95 percent of the time you're not going to have someone who's even bothering to look for old data especially if it's you know been formatted and wiped and everything but you never know you never know you don't know who can be out there with malicious intentions yeah that's very true you got to be careful out in the streets very yeah, so just maybe just wipe it and then give it away. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's an article that I pointed them to which would gives indications of how to format a disk quote unquote as clean as possible, but I mean I still don't trust it. I'm yeah. very paranoid and I'm very cynical. Two two terrific combinations for a, a great person to be around. <laughs> You're a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of being a great person to be around, your man's is no longer dating anybody. Oh, boo. Yeah, I'm out here. I'm I'm out here super duper single, ready to fucking mingle. So yeah. if you've got shitty dating advice, such as reading a book in a bar <laughs> or peacocking, wearing a giant fur hat, looking like fucking Jamiroquai, walking around a bar, then you Yo. just, you let me know. You let me know. Hey, you know, actually, peacocking is pretty effective as long as you've got like it, it's a it's a nice conversation starter I, you know what else is a nice conversation starter actually starting a conversation mm, yes that wow. as, <laughs> as like a good opener from what i've learned is 
asking a girl about her shoes yes. like straight up and down like I, I've, I've that has never failed me not once yeah i explained this to a dude and uh this is a guy who's it's kind of hard to describe him but the dude is uh hopelessly and just morbidly narcissistic so <laughs> he what he wants is basically what he should be practicing is peacocking because what he wants is for people to approach him because he thinks he's the shit I, I know i know <laughs> i know let me i'm sorry to interrupt your story here but let me give some advice to you guys out there in the world you the type of women that are going to be approaching you if you're peacocking are prostitutes. <laughs> and you better have the money ready because some guy's going to come in with a bat and break your legs if it, if you don't have the cash. Don't worry. He fucks prostitutes. It's, it's all good. Hey, sex tourism, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Well, he's... He... Uh, you know, I don't know what he, what he does. I know he used to hit a back page, but that's another oh, story. Oh, shit. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, so I explained that to him. Like, yo, all you have to do is just say... Hey, I like your shoes. And he's like, nah, man, that doesn't work. That's bullshit. I'm like, no, man, like it's real. It's real. By the way, I actually really like your shoes. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I actually just got these. They're really comfortable. And like, yeah, see, I got you talking. He's like, oh shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I did that. I did that same thing with a friend of mine, a lady friend of mine. And she was just like, no, that's not going to work. That that would never work. That's so stupid. And I just, I said, I like your shoes. She was like, oh, I think they make my feet look big. And I was just like. I fucking told you. Gotcha, bitch. Fucking told you. Don't ever, don't ever doubt the wisdom. The wisdom. That's the best, best opening line that I've, I've ever heard. Now, like, I'm, I'm categorically opposed to opening lines and like coming up with a schema to kind of like, like you've got, you've got like a plan of attack printed out, and it's like a choose your own adventure. It's like. To start, you say, hey, I like your shoes. And she says, if she says, A, a little flow chart going, yep. like, A, oh, thank you. Then you ask A or B. But if she says B, then you ask A or D. Ooh. Like, I never liked that shit. No, never, that, that's never. a pickup artist shit. Yeah, pickup artistry. Yeah. Oh, God, that shit is so gross. <laughs> I, because, because I recently became uh, not dating somebody because we weren't actually boyfriend and girlfriend. I had my okay Cupid and Tinder stuff still running and like I would meet or I didn't actually meet anybody but I was chatting up a few people and it's just like god damn it I don't like this. I don't like the process at all. Yeah. I don't like dating. It's not yeah. fun. Oh god. I could go on and on about how much I hate it. <laughs> Uh, it's it, because because I've recently landed where I am. I went back and looked at that Dick Show thread, and I started looking at the books that were recommended to me. I have a bunch of messages in my inbox as well with books that are recommended to me. Mm-hmm. And one of the most popular recommendations was No More Mr. Nice Guy, mm-hmm. and it's about. You know, the prototypical nice guy, like, I, yeah. oh, I'll, yes, I'll help you move this weekend, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. Sure. It's just like, no, no, don't do any of that. Don't. Th- that The book is basically like building up a gigantic straw man so it can be burned in effigy at, <laughs> at some point down the road. Sure. I assume that's where the book is going. Sure. And I'm listening to it on audiobook. And the best part about listening to things on audiobook is the ability to speed that shit the fuck up 
Oh my God. I listen to it on 1.25 the whole time. I put it on two. Put it on two. Damn. Yeah. Speed run this shit. Because the guy, the guy who's narrating the audio book speaks really slowly. Oh, well then. So one of the, one of my criticisms from when I was a youth was that I speak slowly. And this is, this is about as fast as I speak at all times. And if I speak any faster, I start tripping over my own tongue and I can't get words out and shit. It, it gets, it gets really bothersome. You know, it's very rare that I hear that people speak too slowly. Like that's a very rare criticism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most uh, people need to slow the fuck down and let people understand. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. So I I just sped it up. I I'm, I mean, all these all these dating advice books for men are basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. They they teach you ways to become a better person, to be less self-conscious, to stop caring what other people think, this, that, and the other. And none of that really applies to me. It's really weird. Like, I feel really bad for people who are having these sorts of problems. And I know I've said something similar in the past. This the title of this episode is going to say, I know I've said this before (laughs) because I've said it like six times this episode, but basically it, it's just saying like, look, man, like you can't be hung up on women in a way that makes you alter your behavior in order to hopefully attract them. What you need to do is focus on you, become a better you, and then maybe, just maybe, you'll find the right person. But as a side effect of you getting in shape and being well-read or being more cultured or being less self-conscious, you will attract people to you. Right. And that's that's what the books are. And that's what I've been hearing in this book, as well as I can't remember what the other book was called, but both of these books basically have the same messaging in them. They're not they're not books on how to better have a conversation. They might be actually, to be fair. (laughs) I haven't gotten super far into either of them. yet, But so far, they're, they're basically the same thing. And yeah, people who. I recommend if you're like super self-conscious and you're wanting a way to become a better you, like a better person, then listen to these books or read these books. But in my case, it's quite literally that I'm fat and I'm working on it. Yeah. And I keep saying that maybe that's just a cop out. It could be. Maybe, maybe I've just got a really shitty personality. I could... I could see it going either way. Yeah. Because you can be grading. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We know. Yeah. I've, 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 been, I've been me in certain circumstances. Yeah. And I've, I've had to wake up as me and I say, mm. well, probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, uh, I've been, I don't know. I don't think that, that stuff hasn't happened recently, has sure. it? Uh, um, well, Nothing that I can think of. Yeah, like three or four years ago, that was that was, that was me all day. It was prime Denzel. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I had some girl. I, I I had some girl tell me like, "Oh, Denzel, you're so charming until you start talking." God damn. And I was just like, "Oh fuck, fam. Oh, shit. Oh shit." And she was just like, "Denzel, you're such an asshole. Why are you such an asshole?" And I was just like, you know. It's just me, baby. It's just me. 
I just it's gonna be funny because I told her I told her and I tell this thing the same thing to everybody who I've been me with I just wait until I turn it on just once you start see me you see me out here with the snake charmer outfit on and like I'm gonna be I'm getting oh god I can be so charming sometimes it sometimes yep it's like two drinks in and like me just like trying to speak another language <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh shit nah. it's it's tough see at least at least you're able to turn on the charm because like there, there are some people i've seen try and oh man it it's that's like the deepest level of schadenfreude for me <laughs> like watching someone try and be smooth and just like knowing that everyone in the room sees through them yep oh yep oh buddy oh god it's not even like an a as a hater it's because like yeah i could do that too but i'm just gonna watch you crash and burn instead yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yep 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 <laughs> <sighs> You reminded me of a story. What's that? This was uh, the time that Chet got in the way of Chet. Mm-hmm. And I've explained this a little bit before. I've, I've told kind of part of the story already, but I'm going to tell the other part. So there was this one time I was hitting on this girl for, for a while, but it was never like really a thing. And it was mostly because she didn't even know I was into her like that because I thought I was like throwing it out there she just was like yeah everybody does that i'm like okay well i guess all your friends are scumbags but you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> so eventually it, it became really clear that i wanted to have sex with her and she was actually down so she's like hey why don't you uh, why don't you come over but i was not prepared for this i i did not realize that she was down because i thought at up to this point i thought this was already clear So I wasn't ready for the sudden change of heart. So I'm trying to be mostly platonic here. I'm trying to be real subtle. And the whole time she's like making passes at me. And I'm like, okay, is this me? Like, was I oblivious before? Or did she just have do a 180 here? It ended up being the 180 as as it turned out. So we're we're beginning the processes thereof and uh Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now again 100 percent not mentally ready for this so we get to touching we get to you know first second base and then as as things progress i say hey uh so i don't got i don't got no rubbers what you want to do 100 percent not prepared she's you know do you have any? She's like, no. So what do you want to do? She's like, it's cool. I'm like, all right. Just your boy Wyland. Ooh, buddy. <laughs> I, I trusted her. Hindsight, it's a good thing we didn't actually have sex. Spoilers, we didn't have sex. <laughs> <laughs> so after after that's established, I'm like, okay, before we do this, I got to pee. Because I don't know if y'all like me, but if you try to have sex while you have to pee it's just horrible it's just distracting and nah, it, nah so then i come back i'm like okay well now that that's established now that we're all good uh 
how do you want to start? And she's like, isn't this a little awkward? I'm like, I don't know. Is it? Because I wasn't ready for this. And then we just put our clothes back on and went on my merry way. (laughs) (laughs) So why is it a good thing you guys didn't have sex? Um, I shouldn't have done it unprotected with her. Was she dirty? She She may have been. I don't. Oh shit! I don't think she was. But you know, what if she came out preggedon? Your boy, your boy, be shooting like Superman. I tell you what, (laughs) (laughs) gonna shoot up the club on the first night. Jeez. Yeah. Now, like, if I trust you like that, then sure, we can do. We can we can go without any impedance. But. I don't know. I, no slut shaming, but she had a history. So it's just, it's safer to be, it's safer to be safe. Yeah. And that's my PSA for y'all. That's, it's just safer to be safe. If you know someone's clean and if you trust them like that, then do whatever you feel. But it's safer to be safe. If you got to fuck wearing a condom, then what's the point of having sex? That's also a PSA. That's your rod. Never pull out. Happy Father's Day to me. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Always be safe. Don't put yourself at risk. Yeah, nah. God damn. Don't let your dick fall off. God damn. Now we're moving on to questions. Chat. <laughs> Questions from the subreddit, realnerdhours.reddit.com. Okay. Okay. First question comes from Al Knight. Recently watched Blade again. Loved that movie as a kid and and it totally holds up. I originally saw it in the theater with my brother and my low-key racist dad, and we all thought it was great. But today, watching a movie with a strong black lead killing white antagonists would be a political statement. One side would label it strength through diversity, and the other side would call anyone who watched it a cuck. I just want to I just want to see Wesley Snipes katana vampires into CGI flaming skeletons <laughs> and say some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. Is that too much to ask without provoking a demonstration? Yes. Yeah, in, today, in today's now. climate, yes. Yeah. Blade it, was fucking sick. It was. I fucking love that movie. I also saw it recently, and it it's super cheesy, but oh my God, is it so much fun. Like, I can't remember where I saw this, but oh, it was the Red Letter Media review. That oh they yeah, did. yeah, because they they like did a re-review of it. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. They mentioned that some motherfuckers always trying to skate, ice skate uphill was just a line that Wesley Snipes had said in a meeting. Yeah, and the director loved it. Yeah, so they put it in the movie. It was so cool. And like when I first heard that, I'm like, yo, that's my <laughs> shit. That makes no goddamn sense. It doesn't. It makes no sense. <laughs> like, why, why, does, why would he say that at that time? But, yeah, to answer the question, like, it's basically impossible to have a black movie without there being, a, like, a statement behind it. It's impossible to have a female movie without having a statement behind it. Like, even with Black Panther, they just had, um, they just released the te- teaser 
And people were complaining. Oh, it's too militant. Oh, it's too black. Well, guess what? The trailer opens with two white guys. Fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> just, just as a subtle reminder to those people out there who are worried about seeing all these jigaboos in their movies. <laughs> there are white people here. Okay, guys. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. Come, just chill, you guys. There are white. Martin Freeman from Sherlock is in this. <laughs> yeah. This is about as white as it gets. So come on, guys. Just go see the movie. Just relax, y'all. It's so. No, you can't. You can't separate the two anymore because it's, somebody will say some shit on Twitter and that shit will pick up steam. And then that tweet will be shown in my timeline six or seven times yep. before it finally fades away into irrelevancy because for whatever reason, it's garnered 500,000 retweets. And every. Like, I don't follow that many people on Twitter. I think it's like around 252, something like that. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, the same six people who coincidentally don't follow each other see the tweet and then it comes up in my timeline again. So I want Twitter to invent a feature where it says, don't fucking show this tweet anymore. I don't want to see this tweet. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I need that. Yeah, (laughs) especially especially with those fucking weirdos and their fucking futa. And their futa no. seeing dick girls on the yowie, 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 yeah. yeah. They're yeah, we follow Fujoshi is yes, what they're the called. Yes, Denzel and I have quite a few friends who are huge Fujoshis, and if you're not familiar, look it up. And it's yeah, it's just sad women who want to fuck cartoon men. Yeah, basically, just and their counterpart. Oh, sad guy who wants to fuck cartoon men. Yeah, <laughs> God damn it. Jay Willie wants to know, what do you guys think about this year's XXL list? Oh, yeah, the, the double XL freshman list. Yeah, yeah. It's XXL is a hip hop based magazine, and they every year for the last, I don't know, 10 or 12 years or something like something. that, they've done a freshman list, which is basically used to promote artists, new, newer artists yes. in particular, uh, that are coming out. Do you think it was trash? Who do you think got snubbed? Or are you guys just a bunch of old heads who don't keep up with the new wave of rappers? <laughs> uh, I mean, if I had to say, I guess I'm more along the lines of an old head. I just don't really keep up with it, but I am familiar with some of the artists on the list. Uh, I'm not going to recite the whole list because it's like 10 people and most of y'all probably never heard of a lot of them. Yeah. I This was the first time in several years. Uh, I think actually maybe last year was the same. But for a long period of time, I knew who each one of these rappers on the list was. Yeah. Because you would hear their music and sometimes it was good. Sometimes it was bad. Right. And some of the people don't exist anymore. They just fell off into obscurity, which most of the people on the freshman covers do. But in this instance, I had no idea who cap g was no. a boogie with the hoodie i recently started hearing about him but uh-huh. i didn't i'd never heard any of his music yeah like but i would just hear his name come up and like it it's kind of hard to forget someone just like oh yeah that new song by a boogie with a hoodie and like and the picture really? he wasn't wearing a hoodie i know what the fuck a is boogie that? without a hoodie come on man what a bum Anyway, the the list seems like it's geared towards viral rappers now. Yeah. Less than less so than any other list and less there's less talent that's on this list as a whole. There's a couple people that got snubbed. Like I was surprised to see Young MA not on there. 
She wasn't on the year before. Oh, I don't yeah. think so. She had a she had a very viral hit. Yeah. Whereas somebody like Cap G, I've never heard of him. Never heard of him. Not once. Nah. And it's like okay, like to to a certain degree, I can understand why Kyle is on this list. I like Kyle. He's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I can understand why Amine is on the list. That that makes sense to me. Sure, but sure. made in Tyo. Nah, like who the fuck is yeah, that? I, I who the never fuck? Heard of this. Like Playboy Cardi, I heard about him for the first time maybe last month. Yeah, same. And Kamaya, <laughs> never heard of her. Never heard of her. XXX Tentacion. Sure, that, I've I've heard of him because he makes trash music. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people talk about him, and then I listen to his stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is terrible. All right, cool. Yeah. Yep. I do fuck with Ugly God. Water yeah. is a banger. <laughs> and beat my meat also. Yeah. Ugly yeah. God is a joke rapper, though. Yeah, he doesn't take himself seriously. Yeah. But, yo, that is one of the greatest covers I've ever seen. Go look up the, the cover illustration for Water. Matter of fact, make that the cover illustration for this week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And P&B Rock, I've never heard of. Nah. So I, I wouldn't necessarily classify myself as an old head as much as I would say, like, I just don't fuck with basically anybody on this list. Looking at this, like, oh, my bad. Two of the people I fuck with. Amine and Kyle. Yeah. But XXX Tentacion, he's got two songs that I like, Don't Test Me and uh fuck what is that can't keep my dick in my pants Ooh, yeah that that song yeah yeah that um i don't know it samples mala's changes i I like i like that song but as like compared to last year denzel curry i fuck with yep anderson pock sure okay never mind i don't fuck with that many people on this (laughs) list so you got two per year yeah two two per year whereas let's see I guess four years ago is the last time that I was really fucking with a huge chunk of the list. What you got? So, Schoolboy Q. Okay, yeah. Trinidad James. Did I say four years ago or three years ago? You said four. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Joey Badass. Mm-hmm. Absol. Action Bronson. Yo, were these guys only up and coming four years ago? Yeah. That, I mean, it feels mm-hmm. like they've been around for so much longer. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Even even 2012, Future, Kid <laughs> Inc. Nah, he sucks. <laughs> Danny Brown, French Montana. Wow. Macklemore, Macklemore. Damn. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Yo, MGK. Hobson. Fuck Hobson. <laughs> but he's actually very popular. Sleep rap. Iggy Azalea. Yo. She's popular, but she's trash. Garbage. She, who steals 2 chains flow? Two chains is sick. I know, but who steals his flow? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Like I like Two Chains because he got the dumbest fucking punchlines. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're great. They're great. A lot of Southern rappers, or I don't know if that's even true, but at least some of the old head Southern rappers do that, where yeah. it's like joke, like they have jokes in there as well, like Lil Wayne. Yeah, even though they may not have been intentionally jokes. There were some jokes in his shit. It, it's puns at the yeah. very least. Yeah, yeah. Fucking two chains. Ludacris does that shit yeah. as well. But these, uh, these, this new list is trash. I would classify myself as an old head. I don't. Yeah. I don't fuck with many of those cats. I love. I love Amine's uh, Caroline. 
It's a good song. I don't know. Kyle's uh, Doubt It is really good. Kyle's got a few bangers. Yeah. But outside of that, it's kind of just like, fuck that. These fucking meme joke rappers and shit. Nah. So if a man wants to know what's the worst pickup line we've ever used. (laughs) Okay. uh, My favorite pickup line for a while was, so do you believe in love and first sight or should I walk by again? Which is pretty terrible. I don't think I've ever had any success with it. (sighs) But let me tell you the worst pickup line that has ever been successful. And I'm so goddamn proud of this one. Here goes. Well, it ain't gonna suck itself. Did that? That actually worked. That got my dick sucked. Oh, f- <laughs> fuck out of here. That got my dick sucked. Fuck out of here. That's the worst. <laughs> That's the fucking worst, man. Uh, apologies for sending feminism back good 15 years right there whatever she was she i think she would have just sucked your dick regardless of what you said but i i, I knew that oh, and that yeah. was the thing like i wanted to see how far i could just be like a piece of shit and still get ahead and it fucking worked and she's sure. like you're an asshole i was like i'm up zip, i'm zipping my pants and she's getting down yep fuck yep okay fair enough fair the fuck enough Samurai Jack the Face Ripper wants to know. I remember Eric saying he collected coffee mugs and Chet mentioned he picking up a few Gundams, but is there anything you guys collect on the regular? No, I don't. I don't have any collections of anything. Yeah, I have I have collections, but there's nothing that I actively collect. Like I have a bunch of different sunglasses of various shapes, sizes, and colors. I have a few watches. I have posters you know I, I have a lot of stuff but i don't actively actually go out out of my way to collect things i have a bunch of pins but i always get them for free and i don't put them on anything i just have a bunch of them <laughs> <laughs> no i don't i don't collect i have a collection as chet mentioned i have a collection of things i have a collection of yo-yos mainly and pens but i don't actively collect anything all right. I don't. Yeah. I'm every check. I'm not going out and collecting shit. I used to collect records, but I just stopped spending money on it. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with uh, with magic cards. Like, <laughs> I haven't been playing as much lately, so I'm not exactly uh, not exactly collecting them anymore. Trevor Slattery wants to know since you guys don't seem to have a problem with the upcoming Cowboy Bebop live action show, is there any anime you would legitimately be excited about if a TV show or movie were announced for it? Because there's, I've been disappointed so many times before, it would be very hard to actually get excited about anything. Like when they announced the King of Fighters movie that they were making some years ago, I was like, oh, this could be cool. And it was fucking garbage. It was horrible. So, like, I've been burned too many times. It's really hard to get excited until, like, the Castlevania show that Netflix is producing. That looks really cool because it's animated. Like, stuff like that. Doing an animated version of video games, that could be cool. Or if something that I was into had showed a trailer that was very promising... That's a different story. There's plenty that I would get excited about with that. It's basically anything I'd be a fan of. But it just the concept of, 
oh, they're making a Mega Man TV show. I would be real skeptical. I yeah, I'm in the same boat. Been burned too many times and really the only thing that I can get excited for is a finished product, I guess. If the finished product is good, then I'm fucking with it. But based on trailers like the Black Panther trailer, I assume it's going to be the same mediocre shit that Marvel puts out. Yeah, I said it's mediocre. Most of those movies are fucking middling. There, there aren't that many good ones. And they all look the same. They definitely look the same. They're all lit the same. It's really fucking disconcerting. If you, if They all look like they're part of the same season of a really shitty TV show. <laughs> all right, that's not fair. That's not fair. Saying it's really shitty is not fair. No. It's, they're, it's mostly mostly middling. Because I even, I even call them middling because so many of them are too much alike. Yeah, that is it. I think that's part of why a lot of people complain that there's an oversaturation of superhero movies. Because as it is, there's only two flavors they come in, and that's DC and Marvel. And there are two very distinct flavors. Marvel has their style. DC has their style, but they're trying to push it a little bit more like Marvel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. It's It's difficult to say because... I would be excited for something if if something good came out from yeah. it. Like if the Cowboy Bebop show has somebody who's got a similarly styled hairdo as Spike, then I'm gonna say no. This looks like bullshit. <laughs> it just needs to be. It needs to be its own thing. But see, there's people that'll fight you on that. Like it's not Spike if he doesn't have messy green hair. It it doesn't need to be messy and green. It doesn't. I mean, like, uh, fuck. For me, yeah. as long as it doesn't look like a bad cosplay, that's what I care about. I'm more concerned with how the world looks than how the characters look. Mm. Like, there's, of course, certain things that I don't want changed. Like, Jet needs to have a metal arm and a metal leg. Right. Period. It's, but You got it. Do, do the colors need to be beige? No. Does he need to have torn off sleeves on his fucking long sleeve romper? <laughs> no. I'm formerly long sleeve. Uh, long pant legs. There you go. But, you know, formerly long sleeve romper. But it, it doesn't. Does he need to have a logo that's there under it? No. Whatever. Does he need to have yeah. facial hairstyle? Does he need to have the little metal plate on his face? You can tell that I've watched a lot of Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> yeah. Does it? Does Ed need to have weird red hair? Does the, the little blushes. Yeah, with the little blushes. Does does she need to have the goggles on top of her head at all times? No, none of that needs to be like the case for it to still be Cowboy Bebop. Right. As long, I guess, as long as it's got a good feeling to it. The like watching. Watching Ghost in the Shell, the movie, the characters were fine as they mm -hmm. were. There were some things that the characters did that were kind of weird, like Bato getting the eyes in the middle of the movie rather than already having them. Oh, that, was, that is weird. That, yeah, that was, that, that's a little bit strange. But outside of that, like the characters were fine. Like, okay, so a couple of them are black. Whatever. Whatever. Well, that that sort of thing is fine. Yeah, 
I, for me, and I know there's a lot of people who disagree, but I would rather have something that is a good standalone product product than have something that's true to the original source material. Like, I can't really think of any any examples off the top, but like Hellboy. Yeah, like Hellboy, or maybe even like the first X Men movie. Yeah, like yeah, were were those super true to the to the source material? Eh, I mean, mostly, but not really. But they were still good, and you know, then you can be a fan of that. You know, but if if you're too hung up on trying to get every little detail perfect and it just misses the mark, then you just have a crappy movie that just happens to look like something that you're supposed to like. Dr. Conrad Werner says, what is the weirdest or craziest thing you have seen a weeb do that got you triggered? Also, favorite mobile suit or Gundam and or favorite pilot from any Gundam series? There is a wrong answer. He doesn't say what the wrong answer is. I'm, I'm sure. I don't know what the wrong answer would be. I don't know enough. Maybe know enough Hiro suits. Yui from Gundam Wing. Oh, that no personality happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I really fuck with the Death Scythe. Yeah, I love oh, Death Scythe was the God. first model I ever got. It was the Death Scythe Hell Custom too. Is that so, the one from, from Endless, Endless Waltz? Oh my God, that's my fave. There God go. damn. That was my very first model. Oh my God. I really like the Dom Zaku as well. Yeah. Oh my God. Somebody made this really sick custom Dom Zaku oh. with uh, desert camo. Ooh. It was really sick. That's cool. Oh my God. I fucking love Gundam. I don't have a particularly favorite pilot because a lot of them are just straight pussies. <laughs> I don't want to fight anymore. Why are we always fighting? Yep. I liked a lot of the guys from G Gundam. Oh yeah, oh yeah. G Gundam was sick. Yeah. G Gundam had some sick Gundams. Yo, Tequila Gundam. Yeah, yeah. And the Spanish Ninja Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> that had G Gundam had some sick Gundams in it, but the show overall was trash. It was, but it was fun trash. It flew off the rails after like twenty six episodes or something like that. Yeah. When it, everybody stopped fighting each other, man, it was yeah. really fucking weird, man. God, what yeah. a good show! Yeah. Right. As for as for weeb nonsense, I don't know, man. I'm I'd have to really think about that because I've seen some weird shit, but I never let it get to me because it's like, yo, you're on that side of the room. <laughs> we're not we're not in this together. <laughs> I I don't like the screaming shit that they do when they Ugh. see each other from long distances Ugh. and they scream like they're in an anime and Ugh. then they run towards each other and then they jump up and hug each other no they glomp each other glomp yes glomping so, okay actually to explain glomping i mean you pretty much described it right there but uh yeah basically they would just tackle people and you know, like 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 people do in animes, where it's like the the klutzy girl does this to the main character. She's like, "Oh, Sasuke!" and then like runs up and like flings herself at him, and like they fall over, and it's funny. And he now he has his hand on her boob. Basically, trying to recreate that in real life it was a big thing in conventions like ten years ago, and it was obnoxious. So yeah, I guess that's gonna be my answer because that shit's happened to me, like. People that I didn't know. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? 
The following question comes from Stiflis420. Stiflis says, I really like the newest episode. I stopped listening for a couple slash few weeks. The esports and anime talk was getting a bit too heavy for me. I hope you fellas keep going in this direction, but that also leads me to a question. What is the goddamn deal with anime? Is there more to it than infantilism? What am I missing here? Why do so many people like it? Also, I don't get the vibe from you guys this much, but why is it that so many people that do like anime define themselves by it? There's no way this shit is that good to warrant having your entire being devoted to anime. You know, it's funny that you say that, given that we talked about that a little bit in the episode earlier. But it's, I don't know, man. People who define themselves by the things they like are basically people who have nothing going for them. Yeah. (laughs) It's really sad. I, I know a few people and some of you listening may also know some people like this where their entire personality is that they're gay or that they're black or that they're Asian. Like that's so I, I can't fuck with you. If it's like that, like there's gotta be more to you than that. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, as for the appeal for, of anime, there's a lot, you know, but plenty of the the stuff that does appeal to infantilism is actually directed toward kids. You know, a lot of the popular shows like Naruto, One Piece, etc. Those are literally children's shows. You know, they're they're marketed at like the ten to twelve market, probably most most accurately. But some of them actually have pretty decent writing, so people end up getting into them. It's it's similar to like Adventure Time, regular show, Flapjack. You know, where adults still enjoy them. For me, with anime, it's a lot. It has to do a lot with the animation. So imagine imagine something like Game of Thrones, but as an anime. And like what kind of things they could achieve in animation that they just can't do in live action stuff right like with even with an unlimited budget there are a lot of things that you can't achieve in live action that you can get with anime like there's a specific animation style that i'm really fond of that's called rio timo or rio chimo i don't know the actual pronunciation it's spelled differently almost everywhere that i see it (laughs) fun but essentially it's like it adds a level of style to a show that's unavailable through any other medium and it's strictly with animation and specifically with anime because i've never seen any other show do it Mm. it's basically it's almost like somebody is taking the storyboard art and animating it Mm -hmm. and you know how storyboards are it's like really rough drawing super sketchy but what it does with it is it gives it like a sense of speed Mm-hmm. And kind of like, uh, kind of gives it like a sort of recklessness. Yeah, that that's hard to find in any other medium. It's really hard to explain. I fuck with animation so heavy though, especially when it's smooth. It's like a smooth sixty frames per second, yeah. and they're doing like a bunch of really crazy shit. It it allows you to delve deeper into fantasy and or sci fi with either something that comes close to realism because that's that's part of anime something that i don't see in a lot something that i don't see a lot of in american animation is 
realism even though yeah. the people don't necessarily look like normal people in anime it's the environments that they're in that right. looks super realistic yeah i find as americans or as, as being part of the western i'm doing air quotes here <laughs> as part of the western part of the world you don't really get many animations that are geared toward adults or that appeal to adults most cartoons i mean it's on cartoon network it's on nickelodeon like occasionally you'll get you know stuff like south park family guy but those are juvenile and they're just comedies like they're not trying to do any cool animation tricks they're not trying to have an overarching story the only thing that really comes close in recent time is avatar and cora and those now then that brings up the question of is this anime (laughs) so like you know it and even i mean those played it pretty safe animation wise yeah it's not to say that the animation was bad it was just safe and then you look at something like mob psycho 100 which just blows the fucking rails off everything like if you want animation porn but not porn that's animated (laughs) (laughs) if you just want to look at some gorgeous animation check out mob psycho 100 because that that it's like a master class on what denzel was just talking about yeah Uh, mob psycho 100 was animated by the same guy who did cowboy bebop my hero academia and some other shit yeah there was some posts on facebook that i saw about it but it's there's there's something worthwhile about anime even though i will go on record again by saying anime sucks yep but i mean i guess that's with any medium you can say it sucks yeah because the overwhelming majority of what's out and available does suck it's pretty damn true yeah but the problem with anime is that there are so few shows i feel like relative to something like music or even american television there are hundreds of thousands of american television shows like live action things yeah but there are you could name hundreds of really great ones sure with anime i think you could name about a hundred good anime yeah probably more than that depending on your taste but oh yeah know, i only really watch action <laughs> yeah so i mean i don't know if if you look at something like uh magnetic rose for instance the one of the things that i talked about in a previous episode I that shit looks magnificent. It's like looking at paintings with people in them, with people moving around in them. Damn, it's fucking spectacular. But it's it's just I don't know. I I, like if you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's really not for everyone. There are some tropes that are very prevalent in anime. That I mean, I I hate moe garbage. Same, same. If your appeal is that your girl, your girls look cute. I have zero interest in this show. If there's more appeal to it beyond that, then okay, maybe we can talk, but it's like, Oh yeah. You know, this cute girl does this cute thing and then she fights monsters. Like, okay, but does it have to be a cute girl? Like, is that, she have to look like she's 12. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See that, that kind of stuff, but it's common and people are into it, but that's why we say anime sucks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So Rory says, do more film reviews. 
And is it just me, or has rap taken sort of a alternative slash esoteric turn in the last two to three years, especially in visual style? Sort of like what happened with pop music in the early 2000s, like with Lana Del Rey, etc. I, I mean, like, yes, kind of, because now is the rise of like democratized content. Anybody can put out anything, and if so, if enough people like it enough, then it'll get the attention of somebody else who can make sure it reaches a wider audience. Now, there are people out there that are still doing the grimy late '90s gangster rap shit. Yeah, like listen to Hus Kingpin or anybody or Conway or anybody who Big Ghost Limited has worked with mm-hmm. and you'll you'll hear that stuff that stuff isn't as popular anymore because it doesn't make people dance people yeah. aren't in the club shaking their asses to like people want club music thug ass music thug and shit yeah you, you can you can throw on Drake at any club and like you you got everyone shaken. Yeah, it's but, distilled down to essentially appeal to the lowest common denominator. Yeah, basically. Yeah, as for the, like the visual style, there yeah, there's some cool stuff actually. Like I really dig it personally because it's it's more. I I kind of I'm not huge on experimental film, but in a short form medium like that, I think it works pretty well. I forget who it was but there was a rapper who put out a song I think it was called LSD or the album was called LSD but it the, the video was super trippy and it looked really cool and the whole thing was inspired largely by Akira but it was like Akira literally Akira on acid and it, it's a super cool video I forget the exactly what it is up Hopefully, I can find it for Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> I think, as, as far as like visual styles go, I do have to big up Kid Cudi and show me Partaway, Partawari. I think his last name is. Shout outs to both of them because one of the biggest things that helped change the visual style of hip hop videos was the music video for Day and Night. Mm where it had all the different colors and it yeah. had the paintings that I, what is that? Like, uh, not keying somebody out, but compot. it had all the compositing yeah, yeah, and shit yeah, yeah. and like That's the awesome. word bubbles and the animation and shit. And that ushered in kind of a more, more niche look for music videos. It was, it was a fantastic video as well. And people are, I wouldn't necessarily say that rap videos are going into a more abstract arena because even when you watch something like Kyle's I Spy, mm-hmm. it's still it's them as toddlers with big heads as they have their own heads, but they're on toddlers bodies and you still have women with fat asses walking around. <laughs> yeah. You still have uh, the the scenery may have changed, but the core of the videos are still the same. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta give quick props to Bad and Bougie, for for one the video is very well shot just in general. Oh yeah, but then the the girls that they got were legitimately attractive and not just like have a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> so big ups to them. Shout outs. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. all I've got. Yeah. Uh, do more film reviews. Uh, we'll probably do those in the Patreon. You know, whatever. 
Yeah, something. Come on, we'll, easy. We'll do something. Yeah. And Sofa Man says, Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Yes, that was the game I was talking about last week. I just could not remember the name. Thank you, Sofa Man. Thank you. Chat, thoughts on ARMS now that it's out? Got a chance to play it or watch it this week? I don't mean to shill for Nintendo, but Splatoon is interesting, even if it's not great. The ability to move through paint and the difference in projectile speed, you can dodge droplets, but not bullets, makes for a unique experience. If it's not your cup of tea, I certainly get it, but Splatoon and now Overwatch are the only innovators in shooting games in a decade. That's as bad as Mario games. Fire Emblem Warriors looks like Hot Fate's garbage. 14 games to pick from, and they choose three from the worst games in the series, and Krom, the most boring protagonist ever. They learn nothing from heroes. I don't... I like I don't know I don't I don't want to say that Overwatch innovated anything because that's not entirely fair because I feel like that's a lot of that is like inspired by Quake. Yeah, it's very it's like Quake plus TF2 plus League of Legends. Yeah, you know it's but it it, it did. It's a great product. Yeah, yeah it's and, fantastic, and I'm sure we're going to see a pretty long lasting shift because of it like you're gonna see more class-based shooters you know that that was a thing before not not trying to dick ride blizzard for that but it's the most popular one and definitely currently possibly ever largely because there's more people playing games now more than before but uh as for arms i haven't actually gotten to touch it yet i hear it's fun and my buddy actually took the uh, the invitational at E3. Shout out to Zerk. He, he oh he won. Yeah, he won, and uh, he did his his uh, fraternity dance on stage. It was pretty <laughs> dope. Like, check the pop off. It's good. But no, this was at E3. There was an invitational tournament, and uh, yeah, he he got first place and then got bodied by the creator. Oh shit! God damn! <laughs> you got of to face the secret boss. <laughs> Hell yeah! What would have he? What would he have won if he did beat the creator? I don't think it mattered if he beat the creator or not. I, like, because he still won the actual tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he would have won the eternal respect of the of the gaming community. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I should ask him. I didn't. I don't know what he he won. I didn't get to see it live. But uh, yeah, it, I hear it's fun. I'm sure it is. Nintendo's good at fun. I don't know how viable it would be as a tournament game because I know there was talk about having it at Evo. I don't know if it's appropriate for that. But uh, yeah, when I when I do try it out, I'll let you know. I haven't even touched a Switch yet. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That's it for questions. If you want to submit a question to us, you can email us at askrnh at gmail.com or submit it to our subreddit. There are weekly threads that go up for questions and comments and concerns. Typically, we don't read the comments because there are a lot of comments. And yeah, sometimes there's a lot of back and forth discussion that yeah. that's just awkward to read. Like, we yeah. don't need that. Yeah, we don't. We don't. But we love to see it on the subreddit. Yes. Yeah. I don't. Uh, don't let that dissuade you from having meaningful conversations. I like seeing 
threads with 20 and 30 comments in there oh yeah hit oh them, yeah hit them up votes if we can get popping like slash all that would be mm, mm. yeah that'd be great get that going that'd be great yeah now it's voicemail time hey chet and denzel it's your first australian uh, caller i think hopefully this doesn't cost me like 80 dollars <laughs> Uh, anyway, I love the podcast. Uh, you guys are amazing. Thanks, buddy. Uh, first question. Uh, Chet, a couple episodes ago, said he doesn't fuck with Kaijo because of uh, the dry humor. Obviously, Chet hasn't heard about serious comedy. Obviously, I'm not defending Kaijo. I've never watched it. <laughs> but uh, it would fall in line with serious comedy like... Uh, prison school, which is oh amazing. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, or insane shit happens, and nobody bats an eyelid, and it's fucking amazing. Which segues into my second question, Denzel. You said you don't fuck with oh. you don't fuck with subtitles, but how do you feel about translators uh, inserting their own? Uh, politics into their translations you know if you've ever seen the prison school uh, dub you might be aware of a little bit of fuckery hmm. but you know how do you feel about that sort of shit anyway thanks guys the podcast is amazing thanks man yeah as far as I'll look into the prison school thing and I'll yeah. bring it in next week and talk about it a little bit more. I, I wasn't aware of that. But if you're doing anything as a translator, if you're doing anything other than directly translating what needs to be translated, then you're fucking up. Yeah, there's a lot of shenanigans with localization sometimes. I, I, I can't say any an examples in anime, but I know, for example, Fire Emblem, they really changed some character relationships i forget exactly why but the nintendo localization team was like no 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 we can't be having this we're gonna change things up to better suit our audience but it got people mad um yeah prison school is it's see prison school is at least funny (laughs) 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 like to me, it may be a couple of steps too far at times, but there's definitely times when it's legitimately funny because it's at least grounded in reality. Even if the whole show is completely insane, it's at least based in reality. Keijo is like, no, no, this is our reality. And it plays totally, it plays itself completely seriously. And it's just, I can't, I can't do it. Denzel sat through it with me and... Yeah, that... That episode will be going up soon. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Chet and I commentated through the first two episodes, and it's really fucking bad. If you want to hear it, get on the Patreon. It'll be up towards the end of the month. Yeah. Hey, yo, Denzel. If you're feeling real masochistic, you should watch a show called Hunter x Hunter. Mm. Um, all they fucking do is explain shit, and it's fucking annoying. Like, I watched probably like sixty episodes of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but like it, 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 like the character designs are cool. There's all these cool characters and shit. 
but all they do is just narrate everything. It's fucking aggravating. Fuck that show. Peace. I watched, I want to say, the first three or four episodes. Denzel is now talking about his experience with Hunter x Hunter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I definitely got that fucking vibe. He agrees with most of what you said. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. This fucking guy, they had to pass like a test in the middle of town or some shit. And they they spend almost like three quarters of an episode explaining how they got by it. And I was just like, dude, why are you explaining this? If they just got to the fucking point, the episode would have been done in half the time. Yeah. Yeah. It would have. It would have. God, I hate that shit so much. <laughs> Me too. Me too. You got anything else? No. Yo, what's up? This is Dr. Dirty D back in the house again. And today, the D stands for Disgusted. Not Disgusted because of how you guys just shit all over one of my all-time favorite anime. That's to be expected. You know, it, it, I don't even know which one he's talking. Me neither. But what I'm really disgusted about is beers with real little alcohol content and really expensive price. Last night after work, I stopped by a grocery store and I see a 12-pack of IPAs I haven't had before. For a brand I love a lot called Griffin Claw. And that shit is obnoxiously expensive for craft beer. Quote unquote crafters. Now, shit. I go and look at the price and I look at it like, oh, it's a session IPA. Why the fuck would I drink an IPA with a 4% alcohol content? It's not going to get me anywhere. Is that for people who are like afraid of their alcoholism who don't want to get there? Just like, well, I don't want to feel like an alcoholic. <laughs> I want to drink and and feel like I'm special, but not that special because I'm above it all. Oh, fuck, it's hot today. <laughs> I feel that. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's, that's what disgusts me. Way too much fucking money for beer that isn't that great. Oh, no, I didn't buy it. No, hell no. No, no. Better not have. Good. Hell yeah. <laughs> that shit'll get you drunk. Yeah. Anyways, that's all I gotta say about that part. But, as always, I got a call. I got to provide with some possible questions of some sort. So, Denzel, or Che, how's that coming along for the cringe cup? Now, I've already seen my, my hat in the fucking lot with dudes who are just way too excited about diversity. Way too excited, like they've never experienced anything like it ever before in their lives. But, you know, what are some of the ones that are on there? I really want to know. Please, tell me. <laughs> anyway, I got to focus on driving. Thanks a lot. Call you guys on the next one. Man, if y'all are calling in while driving, it better be hands-free. I ain't getting no... Impli- I'm not getting implicated in any accidents. But, uh, yeah, we, we covered the cringe cop earlier and... You know, basically already satisfied your question. I don't think we had that on the list. That's going on the list. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, it is. Definitely is. So yeah, as far as the IPAs go, I think they produce low uh, ABV IPAs for people who can't hold alcohol that well, but also want to be part of the shitheads who think IPAs are yeah. good. IPAs are disgusting. Yeah. If you like IPAs, you should kill yourself. Okay, don't actually kill Stop yourself. It. 
but really reevaluate why you drink beer. Is it because you want to be trendy? Huh? Is it because you want to be trendy? I have a fucking dad bod. I put in work for this dad bod. <laughs> God damn it. It's from drinking stouts. It's from drinking pale ales, not India pale ales, Indian Mm-mm. pale ales. It's from drinking porters. It's from drinking saisons. And it's from fucking just drinking. God damn it. I put in work for this. I like light beers. <laughs> I I fucking love stouts. I love stouts. I do enjoy a good stout, usually with a meal, mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. they they get they're so they're full bodied and flavorful. IPAs are just bitter. Yeah, they taste like shit. I don't like them. Fucking terrible. Yeah, what's the point if it's gonna have low alcohol? There's one beer that hardly even counts as a beer that's low alcohol content that I really like, and that's uh, the Duchess of Bordeaux. It's a it's. A raspberry lambic and it's really fucking good but it's like two percent which is part of why it's so good but uh if, i'm sure if you were to pour some vodka or something into it it would also be pretty lit yeah probably yeah all right well that'll do it for this week's show hope you guys enjoyed hope you guys really truly with all your heart enjoyed it there's a this episode if you if you've noticed something Something that you may notice in this episode is that maybe it's about an hour and a half long. Maybe. Chet and I have recorded a total of two and a half hours. (laughs) So I cut out a bunch of this just just so you don't have to sit through two and a half hours. And also, there are some things that I shouldn't have said in here. And (laughs) it's either going to go up on the Patreon or it's not. So one or the other, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, either way. And it's uh, almost an hour of things that shouldn't have been said. Think about that. Think about how lit that bonus episode would be. Almost an hour worth. And it's like, fuck, man. And it's hot as shit in here today, too. It's very hot. It's very hot. From all these hot takes. Chet's over here wearing jeans. Just wear shorts next time. I mean, I come here from work. Oh, wear shorts to work. I could do that. The only good shorts I have right now are pink with popsicles on them. You've seen them. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can follow the show on Twitter at XRealNerdHours. You can follow me on Twitter at ThatDenzel. You can follow Chet on Twitter at BushidoBrownSD. Excellent. You can join in on the subreddit where we have questions, comments, and concerns or whatever and message me or Chet or whatever at uh, realnerdhours.reddit.com. You can subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash realnerdhours. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash podcast. Drop us a line via email at askrnh at gmail.com. You can give us a call and leave a voicemail at 413-SAVAGE-1. Savage. That has been this week's, our real, this has, that's, that's all folks. That's all folks. This has been Real Nerd Hours for the week of whatever week this is. And we hope you enjoyed it. Toodaloo. Y'all have a good night.